0: Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Hiram Roche, bringing you another inspirational message designed to help you focus on the greatness that's within you. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many many more now with this the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car so I'm able to use record on my cell phone I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer so, for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, Anchor is a n c h o r.fm. Welcome to the team. So today I want to deal with doing it one day at a time. One of the things that I found out about creativity or about creating something is sometimes it's very, very difficult um, to be able to see something very large, to be able to see something in your imagination that is that has now expanded to be something very big to you, to be able to try to figure out how to make all of this happen. And sometimes what we do in the stress of trying to be creative, what we do sometimes is we, we try to make all things happen all at one time. But what we want to learn today is something that God is showing us of how he creates. Now in Genesis chapter one, we're staying in Genesis chapter one. Let's dig right into verses three. Hey family, how y'all doing? I'm glad that y'all are coming on to this live. So in verses three, we'll start there. It says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning was the first day. Now, I wanted to read this because it's something very powerful, I would say, and something that we all should be able to learn from this. Now, what do you mean is something powerful in this context? Now, in verses two, which we read last time that we were together, in verses two, it says this, and the earth was with Out form and void, and darkness filled, or or darkness was upon the face of the deep. Now, let's stop here. What we realize in this moment is the first thing that God did after he had inspiration, after he was dealing with his imagination, and after he understood what his purpose was for, his focus for his creation, the first thing that he did was he created light. Now, I know you're saying now, how, Hiram, how is that very powerful? Because what we realize is the first thing that God did was created or made vision. Now, what I want us to be able to understand this concept. What is vision? Now, vision is a thought. Vision is a concept. Vision is um, an object formed by the imagination. It's something that is created from our imagination. Now, vision comes from the imagination. So in this vision, what God did is God did the first thing is he started with his vision. Now, I love this because part one of this that we see is that the first thing that God did was made light and in him making light, he created again vision. But then the next, the, the same context of conversation in this verse, it says, and he saw that it was good. Again, I'm going to say this again. It says, and he saw that it was good. He saw the light. God saw the vision that he just made, and he saw that that vision that he created was good. Now, this is where sometimes I feel that we come in this problem of complication is now we have our imagination, we have been inspired, we have a specific purpose of who we're creating this for, and then we start to create and write down vision, vision for our families, vision for our businesses, vision for our churches, vision for our lives. We write all these visions down, but the question is, do we examine our vision? Do we take the time to do how God did here and examine our vision? Now, if we're not examining our vision, the reason why sometimes it does not succeed is because we did not go back to examine, did the vision go with the purpose? Did the vision go with who and what we are creating this for? And if it goes with what we created it for, then we can say, as God says, as he created here, we can all say it is good. Now we can go into actually creating because before we need to actually start putting other things together, before we start going in from the day-to-day process of making things happen, we need to take make sure that we take the time to create a vision that goes with the purpose. We need to create a vision that goes with the objective of what we're trying to do. We need to create a vision that goes that is focused enough, that completes where we're trying to go. If we do not have that, that's why the Bible does say vision is very important because without vision, the people will perish. But I want to add a little bit extra to that because it's specifically understood that this is not just, can you see, but your vision has to be focused. It has to be so um, on point of where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to create. And as you have that vision, then that vision is what people can be able to stand upon. So now since we have that floor plan, Now let's go to this next piece. What we see in the remaining of this story, and I want you to take your time, I want you to be able to go back and actually read, uh, read chapter one of Genesis. And, And I want you to read it in the lens of creativity. I want you to read it in the lens of a student sitting at his teacher's desk and being able to absorb what the teacher is showing you in his creative nature. I want you to make sure that you do that because when you read this, you start to examine and see some things that I believe is very helpful to all of us, no matter what it is in our areas of life. This is very vitally important that we read and see this because it's going to help us in this process of doing and being what God called us to do. And that is to be creative. Now, in this verse, in this chapter, the remaining of this chapter, what we see is now God creating. We see God creating different things. He's creating land, he's creating water, he's separating things, he's creating animals, he's he's creating um, trees and plants and all of these different things. And the Bible shows us that it took him six days to be able to create. In these six days, again, he created a whole lot of things, but he created them in six days. And then the Bible says, on the seventh day, he set back and he took a nap. No, he didn't. He sat back and rested and looked at, observed what he just created. Now, in six days, he created all of these things. Now, my people that's coming on Facebook live, please make sure that you share this, share this, share this. But what he did in him creating these things in six days, he showed us something. Now, the first thing that he showed us is that it takes one day at a time. Now, this is God. This is the creator of all heaven and of earth. The the, the one that literally spoke everything into existence. And in my mind, I say to myself, why would a God that can create anything and he created all things, why would he need to do it in six days? It's because he's showing us a process. And the process that he's showing us is you need to take it one day at a time. Now, there's a story in the Bible, in the book of Genesis still, actually in the book of Genesis chapter five, the conversation starts, but in chapter six is really where it builds up. And this is a story about a man named Noah. Now, this man named Noah, God came and spoke to this man and shared this dream that he wanted or something that he wanted him to create. Now, what he was about to create, nothing nothing like it had ever been seen. Nothing like it had ever been even known about. They they didn't even know that this was even possible to make happen. But what we see is God asked Noah, I need you to build a boat. Now, I need you to build a boat because something else that has never happened before is about to happen. It's about to rain that means water is about to come down from the sky and fall down now in this time period, what they were used to is the water coming from the ground they were they had never seen rain they had never seen anything coming water coming down from the sky. So when Noah is now talking about this boat that God has told him to create and, and and he's telling them why God told him to create it because there was about to be a massive flood that is coming. The people around Noah at this point of time did not believe in him. Now, I don't want to go there because that's a total different context of message, but I want to make sure that I throw that in because there are going to be moments in your creativity where other people cannot see what you see. There are going to be moments in your time of creativity where people are not, not going to believe in what you're creating, even though you're creating it for their safety. Now, again, that's a total different context of message, and I could preach that, but I want to make sure that I pin this this point in here, is where, where what I end up studying and seeing is that it took Noah to create this thing that had never been created before. It took Noah, they say, theologians say, some theologians say about 50 to 75 years to create this. Now, when I thought about that, I said, first of all, man, that's a very long time, 50 to 75 years to be able to create something massive that can be able to hold animals and hold your family and hold people. You mean 50 to 75 years it took this man to be able to create it. Now, what I saw and what I thought about in my own self is it took him one day at a time. Again, it took him one day at a time a time to put this all together, to create this massive thing. It took him one day at a time. He could not make it in one day. He could not build this massive thing in one day. He could not make this thing happen in one day. No, it took him one day at a time. And so if it took him one day at a time to create something that was new for us, it still takes us one day day at a time. It takes you one day at a time to be able to lose weight. You can't lose 50 pounds in a day. It takes you one day at a time to master your craft. It it takes you one day at a time to create something new for your relationship. It takes you one day at a time to be able to create something new for your ministry. It takes you one day at a time. You cannot create it overnight. So let's take the stress off of our shoulders in trying to make what we see in this massive imagination and our massive creation. Of juice. Let's take the, the stress off of you to say that I need to make all of this happen in one day. No, take it one day at a time. And as you're taking it one day at a time, make sure that your days are focused. Make sure that every single day you have a precise thing that you're going to focus on to be able to make what you're about to create massive. Make what what you're about to create strong enough that anybody can stand on your one day at a time. Now, the second thing that we see when God is creating this and taking his time to create it in six days is not only did he create it one day at a time, but he also created it layer upon layer. Now, what do you mean by that? Now, it took again six days for him to create this. And while you're going to read this, you'll see this for yourself. It took him six days to create this. Now, if we take those six days and we divide it by two, as any mathematical person knows, if you take these six days and divide it by two, what you'll get is three and three. Now, the first three days, God created what I would call foundational things. He, he created some foundational stuff. He created some water. He created some land. He created different little things that was needed in the first level of this piece. So, so the first portion that God did is not only again that he do it one day at a time, but he did it one level at a time. He did not create the second tier or the second level until he was completed with the first. The first three days, he made sure that he was creating foundational things. Now, this is where the problem comes in, sometimes not only are we doing one day at a time, and we're not doing that sometimes all the way because we're trying to rush the process, the other thing that we, we see is we're we're creating things and we're trying to create top layers before we create foundation. We don't understand that everything is a level. Now, let me prove this point. Now, I was um, doing some studying, and, and I'm going to ask y'all a question, and those that are on this Facebook Live, I want you to make sure that you comment, and I want to give what you think these answers are. Who is the first person that created the light bulb? I'm gonna wait for a minute because I want y'all to really answer. Who created the first man that created the light bulb? Now, some people say, and some people, I've asked different people around me, some friends of mine, some people that I know, different, just different, different random, different people, young, old, it didn't matter. I was just asking different people this question. And one of the, 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 the common statements or the common answers that people gave was Thomas Edison. Now, um, they, they all said that Thomas Edison is the man that created... The, the light bulb. Now, now, and I want you to hear this. Everyone said that Thomas Edison is the man that created the light bulb. But in reality, he's not the man that created the light bulb the man that created the light bulb I wanted to make sure I had to scroll up so I can get his name correctly his name is Humphrey Davy he created the concept of the light bulb in 1802 his name is again Humphrey Davy he created the concept of the light bulb in 1802 now what we know as the light bulb of what Thomas Edison created was the layer <laughs> He took the foundation of what was created from Humphrey and what had been created of different people in different layers. They were layering. They were taking each level of it and was going from different levels to different levels, taking layer upon layer to create what we now know and experience and enjoy as the light bulb. Now. Another person that, that I want to be able to put out there that we, we might think we also know this answer because I thought I did. Who is the one that created the vehicles? The first man that created cars. Majority of people that I asked, even with that, I want you to answer on here. Even with that one, some people, what they said is it was Henry Ford. They say Henry Ford is the man that created the cars. He was the man that made cars what they are and, and, and all of those things. But really, when you study it out, it's not Henry Ford. The person is Carl Benz. This is where we get Benz, Mercedes Benz from, and those popular cars that we know. Carl Benz is actually the first man that created a vehicle. But what we know is Henry Ford. Because why? Henry Ford layered, took it to the next layer, took it to the next Level in the creativity, and we know him because what he did is he took the foundation from Carl Benz and added on to it, so then it became popular. Do you understand me? So what happens is sometimes we get frustrated because what we thought was the what we thought was the best portion of our creativity was only a part of the layer. And in and in those moments where we feel like because I did not try to take this to the next, try to build upon what I had before, we think that we failed. No, you did not fail. You only thing that you did was you failed to go to the next. You failed to go to the next level because understand this in both form of this conversation of both of these statements. And I'm going to say one more piece about this because it was something that practically that I saw even on today. In both of these pieces, we see God building one day at a time and one layer at a time. And what he took his time building, what he took his time creating, what he added every layer to create is what we stand upon today because he did it one day at a time one layer at a time now i'm going to say this and then we'll we'll get to almost to the wrap on the close of this on today is this I, today i was I'm coming back from a from a beautiful trip in Colorado Springs. When um was up there at the Christian House of Prayer of Colorado Springs. And if you're in the Colorado Springs area, please go and stop by, look them up. They're a powerful, mighty church that you want to make sure that you're a part of. Um, And so while we were while we were coming back from Colorado, I was I was walking in the airport, went to go get my luggage. I know y'all have done the same thing several times. And while I'm standing there waiting for my luggage to come, I recognized something. I was looking at people getting their bags and, um, I was looking at upstairs, you know, when you're, when you're first coming off your flight or you're going in, you, you, you start seeing all these different things. You see people at tables with their computers plugged in and, and doing some work while they're waiting for their flight. Or you see bookstores and you see food vendors and you see all of these different things. And what I was sitting there amazed by was that I realized that in one era of time, none of these things in here was here. At one point when they created the the, the area of what we call an airport, only thing it was, was the airport. It was a building. That you would walk in and go straight onto a flight and keep moving. It wasn't no place where you can stop to go eat. It wasn't a place where you can buy a book on your way. It wasn't a place where you can sit at a table and plug in a computer because none of some of these things did not even exist at this moment. So what we, what we enjoy now, what we walk in now, what we experience now in the context of an airport is layers. It was not their beginning. It's layers, and every season, every time, every moment we see that they're improving, they are layering, they're adding on to some form of foundation, and we enjoy the benefits. Because why? They took it one day at a time and built it layer upon layer, so that you and me can now stand upon what they have built, so you me, us, understand what God shows us in Genesis chapter one is something very phenomenal, something very powerful. It's you start with your tools, which is your inspiration, which is your imagination, which is your focus purpose. But then we have to add on to it because now your imagination gives you a focused vision. And after you have recognized that this vision goes with your purpose, you can start creating something mighty that will last. Understand what he envisioned, we still sit on today. It has not went away. It has not went nowhere. It's, we're still enjoying the benefits of what he created. So if God created something that is lasting, we can create something that is lasting. If we ins- be inspired, if we have imagination, For a purpose, let our vision be able to be focused on what we need and do it one day at a time, layer upon layer. No matter if it's your business, no matter if it's your ministry, no matter if it's your relationships, no matter if it's your schooling, no matter what it is in life, take it one day at a time and layer upon layer. So that what you create, the people you create it for, can stand on it. I want to say thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I pray that whatever word that you have heard, the thing that touched you, I pray that it inspired you to be able to make some form of change, to push you closer to your dream, to push you closer to that business idea that you had and you have, I want you to find that greatness within you. Can you do me a favor and continue on this journey with me every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Follow me on all of my social media platforms so that us together can be able to develop and be the greatest person that God ordained us to be.